Alright guys, how's it going? This is episode one of Weed is My Medicine podcast, uh, put on by Evergrown Cultivation. So, first before I do anything else, want to go ahead and send you over to evergrownyourown.com and you can check out the class that we have for beginner and intermediate growers to help them get started. It has all the information you need and it's got lifetime access so you can log back in after you've purchased it. So check that out if you're looking for some uh, information about how to grow and get started. And if you need a, a full guide, um, it's all in one spot. So you can check that out when you have a chance. Um, so um, let's go ahead and start with the episode. So starting in eighth grade is when my cannabis journey started. So that's what this episode is about, is my cannabis journey. Um, so back in eighth grade... You know, I guess, what are you, 12 or 13 in 8th grade? Um, you know, I was just a kid running around, enjoying life, you know, loving it, and, um, you know, doing my thing. But eventually, some symptoms started to creep in that I noticed, and it got pretty pretty rough. So, uh, months and months of joint pain uh, was actually the first thing that I got, was just joint pain. So, my fingers, knees, hips, um, just ankles, everywhere, just felt like complete arthritis. So, um you know, my parents obviously were, you know, knew about this stuff immediately. I was brought it up to them and whatnot. It was really severe. So, um, but it's not necessarily obvious what is going on right away. So um, a lot of testing went on, rheumatoid arthritis, doctors and whatnot because of the joint pain, but nothing really conclusive came up. Uh, eventually the stomach aches started creeping in. So that was what really got bad. And, um, you know, the stomach aches, anybody who has Crohn's knows that it can get horrible with the stomach aches. You know, 8 out of 10, 10 out of 10 on the scale of pain. 10 being, you know, I need to be in the hospital right now. I feel like I'm going to die. So for me, um, it was getting up to like, you know, 8 out of 10 pain where you're just on the ground essentially. And I couldn't even carry my school books. And my friends were helping me around and helping me carry my books and stuff. And it was um, to a point where I was essentially just sitting on the couch and... Um, so, but eventually, you know, things turn around. I, when I got sent to UVA and I was able to, um, in university of Virginia, um, since I'm in Lynchburg, Virginia, this is central Virginia. Um, that was pretty close. And I was able to be finally diagnosed uh, with extensive testing, barium swallows and MRIs, um, or excuse me, CAT scans, all types of different, uh, scans and, um, colonoscopy, endoscopies. So just, just a plethora of testing, and finally they just um, determined that it was Crohn's disease. And that was the diagnosis, was Crohn's. So so after that, um, they put me on steroids immediately to get rid of the ulcers, because they had found ulcers in my intestines. And um, the steroids pretty much got rid of the ulcers right away, and that pretty much killed them off, and I, they didn't really come back for, for many, many years, long time. Um and they gave me a medicine called Lialda. So that was what I got on next was Lialda. And um, I was on that for a few years. It's like a, it's like a long dissolving or I guess a time release dissolve anti-inflammatory. So it just goes deeper into the intestine and then releases. Um, and that was supposedly what was going to keep me in remission now that I was off the steroids. So they just told me to keep taking this. You know, this medicine was expensive. This stuff wasn't just sitting around um, at any old pharmacy. You know, you had to pay a good amount for it, even with insurance. And at times it was, you know, $100 a month or more. Um, and I had to get it from Canada at times, you know, depending on what insurance, whether they covered it or not. 
And that was that was pretty annoying because it, it felt like it really wasn't doing anything. So that was the one interesting part was, you know, this was the medicine they told me I should be taking, yet it felt like it really wasn't doing much. So eventually the symptoms kind of did come back. So even though I was on that initial round of steroids killed it off, the symptoms came back eventually. The steroids not a permanent fix. So, um, you know, over the next few years, basically just stomach aches and diarrhea, the normal Crohn's symptoms that you would expect, um, and generalized inflammation and, of course, like bloating, um, that type of thing was just frequent. And the symptoms can be pretty horrible and, and just really make life a lot tougher to, to enjoy. So in any case, um, this was going on for years and years throughout high school and, you know, never knew about cannabis, never touched it. Obviously, well, obviously knew about cannabis, but not for, for medical Crohn's use. And um, so anyway, we proceed past high school. You know, I'm graduated now. Um, everything is going decent, but, you know, just, just suffering through a lot of times with some of the symptoms. Um, and finally discovered cannabis. So uh, a friend of mine who I reconnected with after high school, we were hanging out, um, you know, had some, offered it to me. I said, okay, let's try this. And, and really liked it. You know, it was a a good time. You know, obviously the feeling that it gives you in your, in your mind is is just very unique. And the first time you take it, um, it's definitely something usually memorable and, and can really change you. So I remember a super feeling of peace and calm and just, you know, really, really enjoyed it. So that was something I knew that I wanted to continue with regardless, you know, of anything. So so that was, I was already basically using cannabis occasionally for recreational use. So, um, but limited use because of how uh, expensive it is, you know, no trustworthy source at the time. And obviously it's still, I had the negative mindset that this was just something that I was using for, you know, for fun basically. So, um, so that, that basically is the way I discovered cannabis. That's how I tried it the first few times, you know, had some, had a joint one time, had a, a little bubbler, a little bong at first, the first couple of times I smoked and, um, you know, got, got a little bit used to it and got, you know, enjoyed the, the feeling it gave me and the peace and serenity in my mind. And that was, that was cool. So, um, you know, let's fast forward a little bit. Um, I'm probably about like 19 or 20 at this point. Um, I guess 18 or 19 and we're, we're house sitting for a friend of my mom's and uh, I'm with my fiance at the time, Sabrina, and we are, you know, taking care of the horses for them and taking care of the property. And I brought my stuff, brought my cannabis. So, um, I had read about, uh, medical cannabis for Crohn's because now that I had started using it a little bit, I was curious, intrigued about what is going on with this and to see, you know, if this is something that could potentially help me. And, you know, it was on the list. Crohn's was a, um, you know, disease or, or illness that was on a lot of the lists of medical programs in other states like Arizona, uh, Florida, California, that kind of thing. Um, they A lot of them said that Crohn's was a ailment or illness that was going to be basically qualifying you to get medical cannabis. So, um, And, you know, many different online articles also said that it could help with certain aspects. So, you know, being dubious myself and never really believing things like that on the internet, um, you know, I was curious if this was just a way for people to get high, right? I feel like that's just what a lot of people think is that, you know, this is a way for for us, for people who have the disease that are on this list basically to get medicine so that they're, you know, get drugs so they can get high. 
Well, that was kind of my thought process too, and I didn't want to fall into that category. So it was something I was not really sure of whether it would work or not, or if, you know, if I was going to be like a major placebo effect, um, just me like kind of thinking that it's working and then kind of, it, and it feels like it works. So, so those are the things running through my head, you know, at this point before I really try it for the first time for medical use. So, and, and when I say for medical use, I mean, in order to get a result. So I'm not just smoking to get high or to have it feel like a certain way in my head, but instead, like, I'm having a medical problem, I'm going to take this medicine, and I'm hoping to get relief from those issues that I'm having. So at the time, I told you guys that already that the stomach aches were the main symptom that I had. So, and it was, at that time, I was still getting them around seven or even eight on the pain scale, which for me was really extreme. And I would, I would rate that as, you know, I'm not, I, w- I don't easily give a seven or eight, but they can get really bad. Um, so at this time I was having a really bad stomach ache, probably like a seven on the scale. And I said, all right, I'm going to try this. I'm going to see if this really does anything. I'm going to take the medicine while I'm having a stomach ache, even though I didn't feel like it because when you're having a stomach ache, you don't really feel like doing much of anything. Um, so anyway, I figured let's let's just try it anyway. Just I mean, it's not nothing usually makes it better anyway. So let me just give it a shot. Stepped outside. I have my bong with me and some cannabis ground up. Um, the bong is just a water pipe. It allows you to pull the smoke through some water and before it goes in your lungs, just to make it smoother. So I had my bong with me and um, I gave it a shot. I went outside, packed a bowl, took a big hit off of it, and blew the smoke out and like basically as the smoke's coming out of my mouth, the pain starts going away. And within a few seconds, it felt as though the pain was completely relieved. So that for me was huge. I had never taken something uh, that actually took away the pain of what I was experiencing because I had never been prescribed painkillers or anything that was, you know, something that was going to be related to um, taking away the pain. So, and besides, not that I would have wanted to get on painkillers anyway, just because it's not, it's not something that's going to take away the main issue. Uh, it's going to be just covering it up or, you know, giving you even potentially addiction. So it was nothing I wanted, wanted part of until, until I tried this and it finally took the pain away. I realized I could have a life that maybe wasn't filled with pain every day or, you know, multiple times a day. So this was, this was huge for me, um. This was, I knew this was going to be a part of my life forever after that. Once I finally got relief from the pain that was dogging me every day, you know, basically burning me up in my stomach, and it would feel like burning coals in my stomach. And I, the way I describe it to anybody who asks me is when I take this medicine and I'm having issues, like it feels like burning coals in my stomach, and then I take this medicine and it feels like it puts the fire out. And that's what I believe it does is that it takes away the inflammation or helps to relieve the inflammation Um that's going on in the gut that that allows you to get through your day and get through that moment with a much more comfortable quality of life instead of having to suffer suffer every day. So, and that's just for that's just the pain relief aspect of cannabis. So, that's just the first part that helped me that got me so excited about it was wow, when I'm having a problem, I now have something I can do that can help make it not as bad or take it away. So once, you know, once I had done that, like I said, I knew it was going to be a part of my life forever and I would always use it and keep it with me um, or keep it around in this way. It was when I was having really bad stomach ache or if it ever got horrible that 
I had that backup. So, um, so the next few years, I'd continue just getting by with like one or two ounces per month, um, which is a solid amount, but for a medical patient is not necessarily enough or, you know, comfortable amount, especially when you're buying an ounce at a time, you know, as you get to the bottom of that ounce, it gets pretty, you know, desperate feeling. So it's, it's time to, you know, kind of re up and then at $300, uh, an ounce, that's pretty expensive per month. So if you spend it three or $600 a month on cannabis, even if it is your medicine, I mean, most prescriptions cost like $10 with, with insurance or even less. Um, and even a hundred dollars is different. You know, $600 is, is a crazy amount of money or a lot of money. That's some people's mortgage. So in any case, yes, it's expensive stuff. So, um, you know, I'd have to do with as little as I could. And, and, and the other thing, part of that was tough was even just getting it. You know, how, how do you even get it if you don't know somebody who's selling it? And this, cause this is when it was illegal still in my state, which is Virginia. So, I mean, I'd have to drive hours sometimes to meet a guy and, uh, you know, get this medicine and just hope that it's a solid product and it's safe and that it's going to help me the way I want it to. So, um, you know, these are just some of the lengths I'd have to go to, you know, drive all the way to the beach or drive to like, you know, just hours away, three hours even, um, to go meet somebody to get what I needed. Um, and that was just because I didn't want the pain and I really was scared of that and it was debilitating to be racked with pain like that all day. So it was something that was worth doing, but it was frustrating at the same time. So eventually, even though it wasn't perhaps legal at the time, um, I I decided that, you know, growing was just huge for me and I just had to start growing because it just really wasn't feasible to get the medicine I needed um, every month without, without growing my own. I mean, $600, like I said, a month is just crazy for me. So I wasn't able to do that at that time. And it was just, it was getting, it was getting pretty tough. So, um, this is where I began my growing journey and the start of what would eventually be Evergrown, uh, which is my cannabis education business that you heard at the beginning of the episode. Um, this, this is where it all started is because I was right here at this juncture of, okay, I'm using this medically. I need this. And I now I want to start growing it for my own medical use, and I need it every month. Well, those two places where they intersect, like I needed this to work. So that was the biggest part of this this journey right here was that it didn't matter how hard it was, I was going to make it work because this is something I needed, and I was about to invest money in it. And I knew that once I invested money in it, I was going to be, you know, I was going to make myself make it work. So. Um, that's exactly what I did. My wife and I decided on doing it and I started a, a stealth grow and it's in a closet grow. So it was like a little cabinet. Um, I won't say little, it was like a, it was like a freestanding closet unit that had a rolling door and I was able to install a, uh, two and a half by two and a half tent in there. So two and a half feet by two and a half feet, um, by five feet tall. So it was medium, small tent. And, um, it was totally stealthy. It was pretty, it went unnoticed where I was living and whatnot at the time. And it was, it was really good for, for me to get going. So, um, it was about enough room for about one to two plants at a time. And that was, that was just my first setup. Um, you know, my, my buds that got produced from that were just small, pitiful buds and plants. Um, they were all prone to disease and pests and stuff and nutrient issues. Cause I didn't know, what I was doing and just going off of like blog posts and stuff or like Reddit posts and, and whatever. 
Um, so never yielded much off of those and didn't, didn't do great at first. But, um, you know, consistency was basically my biggest issue. So that resulted in me still having to buy cannabis, even though I had already invested in the equipment to do the grow and also in the seeds and everything like that, which is a consistent kind of investment all the time. So now I was really kind of in a corner because I had invested in all this stuff and it wasn't exceeding my consumption. So that was that was a tough time because I was really looking for information and trying to determine what was the best way of approaching it. I just needed like an all-in-one approach of how to do this. So sort of my methodology at that point was, okay, I need to just pick someone who is doing well with this and just basically model what I'm doing off of them. So I found different growers on different forums that I was on at that time that were, that were live at that time. Um, and I started just sort of following what they were doing and, and picking the guys who had the most like reviews or either followers and they, and just figuring out, what are they doing that is the simple basics that makes this work instead of, you know, getting too involved in different nutrients or like secrets that might be out there. I just wanted the basics about what they're doing that makes it work every time. So uh, I had quite a few in my repertoire that I was learning from at that time. And then of course my own experimentation, just seeing what worked for me, uh, you know, I kind of developed my own formula of here's what you do. And over those, you know, years of doing that and, uh, you know, consistently working on the growing and trying to be consistent with my, my uh, yields, uh, that was how I got better at growing and how I really nailed down the skill. Because I did, told myself many times, like, this is the last time I'll buy it. This is the last time I'll buy it. And, you know, many times it didn't work out. But eventually there was a time where I said, I really think this is the last time I'm going to have to buy it. And it for real was the last time I ever bought it. So I haven't bought it like for out of need, uh, you know, in, in years and years and years and years. So I, I'm pretty proud of that. I'm happy about that. And, um, you know, I usually always have like a little backdoor way that I can not have to buy some if I either harvest one early or had some some shake or something in the back in the back uh, room that I had saved um, from a previous grow or something like that. Um, you know, I usually have a way of getting around it. So I haven't, I haven't had a consistency issue in quite some time where I've had to be out and had to go buy an ounce. So now that's not to say when I'm in Vegas or in another state or something like that, I don't buy some sometimes. Um, but I mean, for my medicine, for my prescription, so to speak, or my monthly amount, I haven't had to buy it in years. And that's been huge for me because it's just the cost of electricity and nutrients, um, so it's pretty low. It's honestly, the growing, the price is pretty low for, for me at least, especially because I'm taking clones right now. So the more clones you do, the less times you have to buy seeds and therefore you're saving money. So uh, if anybody's bought seeds um, before listening to this, you may or may not know that they're pretty expensive. It can be like 50 bucks for three seeds, you know, 80, hundred bucks for six seeds, 10 seeds. So um, you know, $10, $10 or more per seed is pretty, is pretty costly. So to be doing that uh, a lot is, is, is a lot. So the cloning is great because you just have a mother plant. You can keep rooting off the cuttings, and this way you can make new plants out of it. So that has made it uh, – that's been a big secret for me is cloning. So I'm definitely going to talk about that in this podcast. But um, 
you know, that was something that came down the line. That wasn't something I did right from the beginning. It's not something as easy. So, you know, that's why I want to meet everyone on their journey and, and show them what they can do at that time. So that's, that's, so at that time for me, when I was still kind of refining my technique and that was, you know, refining my technique and, you know, learning all the new ways to make it easier for myself. Um, that's when I also switched over to organics. So this is dry amendments or like super soil, if you've heard of super soil. Um, but it's not liquid nutrients that comes in bottles that you mix with the water. It's actually dry powders that you mix into the soil ahead of time and the plants just get what they need as they need it. So, um, you know, this has made growing a lot easier. These are some of the little techniques I've picked up over time. And I just feel even better and safer with my products when I know that they're organic. And so that's why I chose that. And plus, it's, it's I believe it's even a little easier than using the um, chemical nutrients that you mix with water. So, so um, this has led me to now. So after years of having really good results and getting my technique kind of down uh, as far as where I'm happy with it, um, I've been having great results to share with all my friends, my family, and just wanted to start other people getting them started as well. I didn't want to just have all this knowledge, have all this like secrets and essentially like a recipe, and then other people are struggling and need help too and, and want to start their own grow. And obviously, when people would ask me questions, I start you know getting really passionate about it, start talking about it and telling them how I do things and realize that I'm answering a lot of the same questions like a lot of times from different people. So um, that's kind of sparked my mind with, you know, wow, I really might be able to help other people get started growing too, because this is something I've battled with for years. So uh, I realized this, yeah, this is definitely what I wanted to do, be a resource for new and growers and intermediate growers who are growing their own meds at home or just growing cannabis home recreationally. So that is why I started Evergrown. And that's why I started this podcast too. Uh, basically I just wanted to help as many people get started regardless of whether I'm making money or not. I don't care. I want people to have medicine they need without breaking the bank. And this way they can feel better and have a good quality of life. That's my ultimate goal. So, um, I also started the online class because so many people just expressed interest in that. Oh, do you have an online version of your class? I, I, I was doing, um, live classes at one time and had some good response, but, the online version is obviously more convenient for people, a little more discreet, and that might be what you need in some situations. So that is why I created the Home Grow Online course. So that's available on my website too. And it gives you everything you need to get started growing. And that was uh, the biggest part, like the evolution of Evergrown was the online class. Because now I feel, you know, as many people that, you know, need the information can get it whenever they want. And it's available at any time. So, um that's me today. That's my journey with Crohn's and cannabis. So um, not everything is perfect. You know, I'm not going to say I'm cured from Crohn's. I still do have symptoms sometimes. But overall, my Crohn's is controlled and it's in check due to my medicine, which is weed. So, um, you know, no other medicines, like I said, have helped me like this. I have gotten such success from cannabis over the years and such quality of life. And I've helped a lot of people get started growing too and discussing all that. So, you know, this is something I feel like if you have Crohn's, if you have a chronic illness and you're thinking about trying um, cannabis for medicine, 
just really stay open-minded and, and give it a shot because if your ailment or illness could be potentially affected beneficially by cannabis and the only thing standing in your way is a stigma, then it's definitely time to rethink it because your quality of life could go up significantly and it could be a natural plant that doesn't have these negative consequences like some some opioids or other drugs that are commonly prescribed. So, yeah, so that's it, guys. I'm Nick with Evergrown. Just wanted to reach out, put out my first uh, podcast about my Crohn's and cannabis journey and let you guys know it's possible, man. You can grow it at home. You can have a consistent supply. You can have really, really good product, which we'll talk about later and you might have seen on the thumbnail. You can you can really kill it and and feel a lot better in life. So, And not to mention, have that cannabis as something to share with your friends and family um, once you do have your first successful grow. So tune in, guys. We're going to have a lot more episodes of Weed is My Medicine. And this is Nick with Evergrown. Peace out.